Welcome back to another episode of Over the Glass. I am your host, Jay. I'm Nessa. I'm back. It's been... She's back! <laughs> so many technical difficulties the past few weeks. I just... And it, and they continue, you know? Like, I don't know what to do at this point. I'm ready to get back to California. <laughs> Canada just holding you there. Oh holding you hostage. Oh, yeah, if you don't know Jake, she's currently in, in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. okay. Are you moving back yeah. then? Yeah. So I, oh. I was out here in Vancouver for work, um, and then that's ended, so now I'm heading back to California. Shit went down, and now she's returning home. Well, <laughs> I mean... My, my whole time in Canada has been stressful. At least you don't have to hang out with Canucks fans anymore. I think that's Well, I didn't... My roommate is is a Leafs fan, so. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> She's barely around, so I don't really get to tease her so much. But still, like, it was really funny because for a good while, the Sharks only had about three wins this season up until like Friday, and one of their wins was against the Leafs. And so she came home one day. She was like, "Fuck the Sharks for beating the Leafs. They're not even good." <laughs> this is your fault. I'm projecting at you. <laughs> like, Sorry. <laughs> Maybe be better. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, this is Jake Rivard. My bad. Forgot the intro. He's from 313 Hockey, covers the Red Wings. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You want to give us a little preview of you, how you identify, and how you got into hockey? Do I ever? Yeah. um, (laughs) So I am Jake Rivard. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I grew up in Detroit, where you are legally obligated to be a Red Wings fan. And if you aren't, they, you know, they send you to jail or they deport you to Ohio. So... (laughs) Not Ohio. (laughs) I think I made the right choice. Uh, I'm very spoiled. I got to watch four cup wins in my lifetime, which is pretty awesome. These last few years have been not ideal, but, like, every dynasty has to rebuild at some point. So now we're preparing for the next one. And I think next year, the Red Wings are going to surprise a lot of people. I am the host of 313 Hockey, the self-aggrandized, funniest podcast in hockey. We take a little more of a lighthearted approach where a lot of people come in with the serious analysis. We make fun of each other, make fun of the team, overreact, as anybody would. And we just have a good time. So if you enjoy that kind of thing with a slightly more casual approach to covering hockey, 313 Hockey might be the answer. If you're a Red Wings fan. <laughs> you can be a fan I of mean, anything, unless you can, you're a Blackhawks fan. You can be fan. a fan of Jake. You can be a fan yeah. of his his fellow co-host. I was listening to your Retro Reverse uh, episode, and I heard, I think, is your co-host Maddie? Yeah. She was like, I hate the Sharks, but uh, their jerseys are great. I'm like, hmm, maybe I don't want to listen to this podcast. She's a, she's a big Sharks hater, you know. We grew up, we grew up in that era where you had, like, Thornton, Pavelski, like, uh, Pat Marlowe, and they were, you know, the big rivals when we were in the Western Division, when we were back in the back in the Central. So we'd have to see you guys in the playoffs all the time, <laughs> and it was infuriating, because yeah. Thornton was, like, low-key, a little bit of a dirty player. Like, every once in a while, he'd do a move, where you're like, what are you doing? What, where, what is that? <laughs> but he's got a nice big smile when he does it. He's a like, shitster, what? for sure. Mm-hmm. He's, he likes to poke the bear. But I would take... Playing you guys any day or playing the Corey Perry Anaheim Ducks. Those games were just infuriating. Oh my gosh. 
I I came into the game pretty late, but even the few <laughs> the few games I watched with him, I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. I don't like him. He's still in the league right now, isn't he? He's, He's with, with Tampa, Tampa right now. Yeah. But the worst guy <laughs> on like the worst team. Or what about his like epic walk of shame from the? Uh, so I was at that game. Classic. I was I was at that game. And I'm like watching this happen, and they, you know, they had to put the stoppage to the play, and you just see him slowly doing the walk down this carpet, and I'm like, okay, all right, like, let's, where, where's this going? And then my friend's like, I think he's out. I think he's gone for the game. And she's a Stars fan, so she was cracking up the whole time. And then last season, he, um, I don't think it was intentional, but he took Tavares out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot so. of. We live close to the Leafs community around here, so they mm. were very loud about that. Don't they made sure everybody here knew? Of course. And I mean, you the said Leafs. Nessa, you said you had a Leafs roommate, so I'm sure you heard a lot about it. Um, when did that happen? Last year? That yeah. was last playoffs. I wasn't were you there here. yet. Oh. I wasn't. No, I moved here at like really end of December. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Still pretty <clears throat> brutal. Yeah, but wait. So you were you were at the Winter Classic? I was, yes, and I'm going to the one how, this next year. How cold was it? How do you not die? So I, it can't, was, I can't handle cold. It was down in Dallas for the Cotton Bowl or at the Cotton Bowl. Mm. So it was it was pretty warm. It's probably at the coldest 45 degrees. Oh, yeah, okay. Texas doesn't get that. Yeah, cold. you could you could walk around without a coat. It was a weird experience though. Like they really leaned into the whole like Texas thing. Like <laughs> I remember they were it's doing Texas. the national anthem. And there was a dude, like, they were firing off, like, fireworks. They had the jets fly by. Like, it was it was the most, like, think of the most, American. like, cliche American thing in the world. That's what it was. A lot of, yeah! Like, <laughs> everyone decked out in their, like, American flag It was either outfits. the green of the stars or the urine yellow of the predators. And so you're just looking around <laughs> at all times. Your senses are just, like belagered with anything you can imagine there was a rodeo going on like they really leaned into it hmm. interesting that doesn't yeah, surprise me you <laughs> mentioning about um maddie not being a fan of the sharks i'm neutral now but when the red wings were in the western conference i don't know why but i made a lot of friends along the way who were red wings fans because they were from michigan and they came out to california for whatever reason it's warm. and then just the amount of games we had to play against each other and there were so many playoff series where it was just like neck and neck Constant. one year the sharks knocked the red wings out and then the year after that like all so all of that was like oh god and then we had so many red wings fans in the crowd that it was mm -hmm. like a rivalry inside the building because you're trying to like make sure that they don't get too loud what so, i love about but... our fan base is that we travel extremely well mm -hmm. like if you <laughs> if you went to like an arizona game or florida or i don't know even some of the bigger teams like you will see the wings like outnumber many of the people in the crowd yeah. like it happens a lot in nashville where i don't know if you know about like the predators like weird ticketing rules but you can't buy tickets in the lower bowl unless you're a resident of Tennessee or Kentucky. Because they want to make dumb. it look like, oh, it's only yeah. Preds fans here. Which is so lame. But, like, yeah. they really let you have it if you sit down in the lower bowl as a, as a fan of a visiting team. Okay, but, like, what if you're a resident but you're still a fan of a visiting team? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the big question. They stole the catfish tradition from us because we threw the octopus on the ice. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then Florida throws the plastic rats because I don't know. What does that have to do with Panthers? I don't know. <laughs> well, what? how do you feel about the Kraken and their um, salmon? I mean, that's related that's to their area. I, but... I get it's the whole, you know, throwing yeah. the fish around, but pick something that isn't like a sea creature or a creature from the water to throw on the ice. That's that's our thing. But it's they don't throw an actual fish on the ice. Oh, they don't? They would, no, it's, what they do it's fake. is like they have plush, like stuffies okay. that they throw out to the crowd when they're doing their their three stars of the night that's probably a little more ethical honestly it's cute like <laughs> like because pike's place you know their thing yeah. is that they throw their salmon to their customers or whatever oh, I, I, I love I've seattle seattle's great Would i love seattle recommend. i've only been there a couple times for like a few hours and i really enjoyed being there y'all i like the atmosphere there you get you got beautiful weather all the time and if you're like <laughs> i want something a little colder you can go up to seattle or like vancouver even like i don't know there's there's so much good out there meanwhile in pittsburgh we have (laughs) i'm surrounded by pens fans here oh i'm so sorry are you from michigan originally and and you're out in uh, pennsylvania now so i grew up in a small town called romeo which is fun fact the home of kid rock so that gives you sorry <laughs> that gives you any idea of the kind of people I grew up around. Oh boy, <laughs> you're just like bye. <laughs> so I moved out here about a year ago. Uh, I started okay. working full time remote, and I needed to change the scenery because mm-hmm. you can only look at the the cold winters so many times. And Pittsburgh's close enough to Detroit where I could go home and visit. So I came here to check it out. And I mean, there's pretty mountains, there's like rivers, all sorts of like naturey type things while still being close to home and the food's pretty decent too so i don't know i think i've made a decent choice i hope i need to make it out there at some point um i'm originally from new york we moved Ah. out to california when i was like in grade school so it's not like i can really be like oh i grew up in new york but um the only time i've been to pennsylvania is when we were road tripping to california so i don't remember but it's (laughs) on my bucket list and i would like to go to i think is it philly or is it pittsburgh that's like more inland philly is closer to new york and pittsburgh is like closer to ohio okay which i expect they're like five hours apart by drive which is so so surprising to me like i didn't think that was Mm -hmm. gonna happen when i moved here yeah but yeah i i i have a goal of visiting every nhl arena so same me too let's all go together yeah how far how far in are you both i only i've only visited like to go to an actual games i think three outside of sap center i've been to for the rangers for um the ducks for new jersey for the stars and i think that's it the stars have a fun like crowd participation. I, I went to them too, and they they would always. I disagree. Do like... I disagree. I've had <laughs> I had bad experiences. I went twice because I was living in Texas mm. for a while. Well, that's your first problem is you know living in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was a problem. Yes. <laughs> I've done so. I've done Detroit, obviously, um, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Philly, New Jersey, Dallas. And I want to say one more. I have to think about it. But there was another one that I did that was pretty deep. Oh, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo is, eh. Everybody done... there is depressed. <laughs> like... 
We yeah. should go. We should go to a Leafs game and just cackle. Oh. <laughs> Dude, be- I don't think you could afford going to a Leafs game in I, Toronto. I wanted to go to a Montreal game really bad, but those tickets are like an I hour would love away. to go to They're that. Insane. Yeah. Nick Suzuki. <laughs> love him. Top, top 10 worst contract, you mean? Nick Suzuki. <laughs> hey, we're 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 just admiring the fact that there's oh, a half Japanese player. Oh yeah. Big As big fan. Captain. Yes. I also And like- generally speaking, he's a he's a great player but yeah that contract i mean okay is that worse or is the one that they gave to price oh but like i don't know i i think neither of them are really bad honestly like prices make sense at the time you know you're like okay this guy's like a top three goalie in the nhl you got to lock him down for a while and suzuki's like your young but captain. For that long that's kind of the risk you take when you sign a guy that old yeah I I, mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't put either of them and I mean Price might never play again unfortunately so like I know it negates it out and that's sad to say but like he he just I wouldn't have called it a worse contract at the time there are much worse contracts in my opinion we had Justin Abdelkader on like a seven year deal and he was terrible <laughs> I was looking at your roster earlier and I was like who the hell is that guy he <laughs> when we had Ken Holland as the manager he manages the Oilers now he signed. Abdelkader to a seven-year, six point two five mil a year contract when he turned thirty, and he had had a career high of I think like forty-five points. And I'm like, dude, why are you signing him to this to this contract? Like, the only reason he's good is because of Pavel Datsuk. And then when Datsuk retired, Abdelkader just continued the steep decline until is he eventually even playing he got bought in the out. league anymore. No, he got bought out. Oh. Also, well, speak- so he's not playing anywhere no, in the NHL? No, I think he's in Sweden, maybe, or Finland. I don't know. He's over in Europe playing right now. Um, speaking of players of Asian descent, by the way, I got to give love to the Robertson brothers, Nick and Jason. Yes, I love them. The Filipino kings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're There's... cool. I like Jason. Nick I love is- them. Nick would be great on another team. <laughs> <laughs> not at least. Yeah. I mean, the way that they're juggling around their players, like, what is it, last season? they Every time they wave somebody, someone's like, yoink! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny to watch. <laughs> Y'all get, you guys got somebody from them, didn't you, or no? I don't think so. Oh, I don't I don't. Somebody uh, out west did. I remember Arizona I kept snatching them. I don't know if he was on waivers, but I know we got Barabanov off of the Leafs. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Yeah, I don't think it was off waivers. They might have just, like, decided, no, we clearly have too many awesome players. They took, <laughs> We're fine. They signed uh, one of our old starting goaltender, Peter Mrazek, and they're like, yeah, he'll mm-hmm. be different with us. Yeah. Oh, we're fa- we're familiar with Peter Mrazek <laughs> Oh, you can fix Peter Mrazek. <laughs> <laughs> the Thornton incident. Oh, yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> that was great. Peter Mrazek was like, my I can fix him of hockey players where it's like, don't worry, things will be different if I was involved. But <laughs> of course, not was not the case. Um, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on is we've got a matchup coming up and we just kind of wanted to learn about the state of the Red Wings because aren't you guys kind of going through a rebuild or kind of the supposed point where you're like oh we rebuilt now we can start being competitive i would not say that they have finished rebuilding i think this is the year where they're going to be like a bubble team not necessarily going to make the playoffs if they do i wouldn't necessarily be surprised but i 
don't want them to right now. I hate to say it, like, like <laughs> so I feel about the shorts. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want, want it. <laughs> you don't want to jump the gun too early, like, and the, we're in a very delicate part of the rebuild. The prospects mm-hmm. are starting to come up. They're starting to pan out a little bit. We're seeing who is good and who isn't. And for the first time, we have actual depth on the roster where if yeah. people get hurt, we can pull somebody up and they will cover. With that being said, again, I don't think this team is ready yet. The defensive core is basically Moritz Sider carrying around the rest of the defensive pairs, like <laughs> trying to make sure that everything's okay. Does this sound familiar to you at all? A uh, little bit, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're not so different from each other. Yeah. <laughs> we got a we got a nice girthy prospect pool, you know, nice and deep. It's got plenty going on for it. But why that word though? Girthy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny word to make you laugh. Um so I'm glad that panned out. We have good free agent signings. That is what I've been most excited about. All of them have been playing excellently, except for Robert Hag, who I didn't even know existed until this year. He Nicholas Hag, right? Uh, no, Robert Hag. Not is H-A-G-U-E. He it's H-A-G-G. He was a... Now uh, I'm more uh, concerned that I'm like, is he worse? <laughs> he was with the Flyers and the Sabres, and neither of them wanted him back. So I'm like, why would you, why would you take him? And he's been awful for us. But... Is he getting paid minimum, or is he he's getting, getting about, a contract? About, I think he's getting paid about a mil, maybe under a mil. So it's not, like, a terrible deal. A lot of people doubted Ben Chirot when he got signed for our, like, four-year deal. And I think he's got that dog in him, personally. He's a... He likes to hit. He's tough as nails. I don't mind him. David Perron. I heard on one of your uh, episodes that you've got a thing for him. Oh, he Listen, he is so handsome. Like... <laughs> I cannot emphasize to you enough. Like, look up any any listeners. Look up Ben Chirot when you get the chance, because when you see him, you're gonna go. Jake was right. Jake was right. How do you spell his, how do you spell his last name? C H I A R O T. I A R O T. It's like chariot, but spelled wrong. Ah, no, he's alright. <laughs> I I used to have like a thing for Tyler Sagan though, so like I have a type. Like, oh, I could, yeah, I could see, I could see that type. He looks very similar to Sagan. Tyler Sagan's like douchey, attractive though, and I'm usually not into that. But like, he had that like it's the cocky thing where I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> that cockiness is a turn off for me. I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't like when it gets like arrogant. Turn it down a notch. A little, yeah. little confident, you know. That's one thing. You know, like a, a certain, actually both canes. <laughs> I don't like that level of... Hate them both. (laughs) Strong dislike. So yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. This team is confusing, though. Jay, do you have a a hockey crush? I'm just curious Mika Zibanejad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love him. Mika Zibanejad gives me, like, a little bit of, like, androgyny whenever I look at him. Yeah. Mika Zibanejad is a they-them confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why you like him so much, Jay. Oh. He's gorgeous. And yeah. he's not cocky. And I love his relationship he has a cute personality. on and off and ice with his, um, with his teammates and especially with Kreider. His boyfriend, Kreider. Yes. <laughs> we love that. We love that. I'm, I'm ready for them to make it official. At I, think po- the, I think we're ready. We're all ready. The world is ready. Did you see who Kreider dressed up as for Halloween? Was it Mika? 
Yes. And his girlfriend <laughs> dressed up as Mika's wife. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they, they need to know. <laughs> I, I, I am sensing I, a I polyamorous actually, thing here. <laughs> I actually think he's wearing Mika's clothing. If like, you, he didn't go out and buy duplicates. I think they're actually Mika's clothing. If you went on, like, AO3 right now, I guarantee you that'd be oh. the most popular topic there. Yes. I both believe you, and I want to avoid it like the yeah. sun. <laughs> um, who are some of the key players we should probably be looking out for as uh, for Thursday? Um, Lucas Raymond has been very hot lately. He's mm-hmm. like I think he's gotten a point in every single one of the last like seven or eight games, so I expect that trend to continue. Um, I would keep an eye out for defensively. Moritz Sider is I mean he's our star guy. He's going to shut people yeah. down. He's the rookie of the year. Dylan Larkin I think is going to be good. Too. I mean Dylan Larkin's always good. He's got that deceptively fast speed. But the sleeper one is our free agent signing signing Dominic Kubalik. He currently leads the team in points. I think he's about to hit the 20-point mark, assuming he scores in the game against y'all. He's quietly he very effective. Oh, you don't, you, you don't still have Martin Jones as your starting goaltender, do you? No, he's don't in Seattle. <laughs> don't but, to get but have you, have you been seeing the Kraken? He is having, like, a second wave. Yeah, Good for him. I'm, Good for him. I'm excited yeah. for him. Yeah. I was a big Jonesy fan when I first became a fan of the Sharks. He was so good. That, was, that series where yeah. he went to the finals, he was good. Yeah. Yeah, but and we then, also jumped the gun with giving him a five-year contract that's, after that. That's what I mean when I worry about jumping the gun. Like, mm-hmm. especially if, like, Ville Husso, who's our, basically become the starting goaltender, if he continues to play out of his mind. I don't know. Actually, he's on a three-year deal, so I'm not worried about that. I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> It's not so bad. How old is that guy? Who's I think so? he's in his late twenties. He's pretty. He's been pretty good though. He almost stole the starting job from Jordan Bennington, which right. I kind of wish he would have. Well, no, I don't because no, because then he'd be on the Blues. Yeah, and... and then somebody else would have to pick up that uh, <laughs> psycho. Oh, he's twenty-seven. Okay. Okay. Look at that. Twenty-seven psycho. is like forty in hockey years, but I'm twenty-seven right now, <laughs> and I feel like youthful, like. You know, hope springs eternal. Michael Bunting was 27 last year, and I thought he was like an aging grandpa, you know, decaying, decrepit. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's really weird how age works in sports. Mm-hmm. Specifically the difference between like hockey and baseball. I don't know if either of you follow baseball, but like prospects are go- coming into the league in their late 20s, and what? they're still calling them kids, whereas in hockey, they're, they're like, like you said, they're, they're middle-aged grandpas. Yeah. Or like football, you have like six years at most, maybe, to have a good career, and then you gotta just call it quits before the game forces your, you to call it quits. Your body disintegrates in front of everybody, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. People, I... get, people get so upset when you get injured, it's like, they're not robots. I like... saw a tweet that was like, football should be 82 games, and I'm like, dude, every running back would be like, ambling onto the field. Like, you would not- Their make... limbs hanging off like oh. they're- <laughs> I haven't, I haven't followed, I haven't followed football for quite as long, but- the first season I watched, I had to ask one of my friends, I'm like, is this normal? He's like, in, like five guys are getting like dragged off the field. Is that normal? She's like, yeah. Nah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have I'm gonna have to get used to that because I'm used to like, 
oh, a month, oh, someone's out for like a couple of days and blah, blah, blah. But it's just no, like, no, they're people... just dropping left and right. They're getting <laughs> smashed and then taken off in front of them. They'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> they tear their muscles so easily. Like there's a there's a player on the, the Niners who just went down to where I think uh, either his Achilles or his ACL on one of his legs and someone was was posting uh, uh, all his injuries within the last like five years and it was like the ACL on the right leg one year uh, his Achilles on on this his left leg another year his ACL on his left leg the next year and then his Achilles on the on the right leg the next year like it was so, so insane so you know Joe Thorne was on the 49ers <laughs> <laughs> we have a guy Robbie Fabry he has torn, he tore his ACL twice, and then he tore his MCL, and then he just had to be out for the next, the last, like, almost year, because he tore his ACL on his other leg. And I'm like, dude, like, at this point, take a break. Take a break. Just <laughs> Go in the sauna. A, sit out a season, <laughs> do some healing, figure out what you want to do, because <laughs> you could seriously affect the rest of your life, you know, if you keep yeah. getting injured like that. It's. Ugh. I mean, oh Eric God, Carlson had that like leg injury, and he wasn't as fast as he was. Now he's crazy. He's awesome. Now. Oh my God, he's like the highlight of the season right now. Oh, he's great. <laughs> I kept seeing. I forget what fan base, but they were like trade for Eric Carlson. Uh, we'll send a first and a prospect, and I'm like, that's not gonna do it. That's not no. gonna do it. <laughs> um, with that, should we talk about the state of the sharks? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, well, number one, Eric frickin' Carlson, just, um, I have, Beast. I have some, I have some haters among my, my, my friend group, and one of them is at work, and, like, I, I call him a moderate EK65 hater, because he's not one of the guys that is caught up in the fact that because Pavelski left, this is why I'm gonna hate on Eric Carlson. He's just one of those guys who's just like, well... I just hope he doesn't get injured, and I hope he lives up to his eleven point five million. I was like, well, I would love if everyone else who makes up the salary cap would help him, because if they're helping him and he's still not doing well, then yes, let's let's get on Eric Carlson. Yeah, the whole team sucked for how many years now, and everyone's blaming Eric Carlson. Like one guy took down the entire franchise, <laughs> and then he gets injured, which is like, why do you think that happened? Because he's trying to do everything. <laughs> well, for what it's oh. worth, you guys are in the position we were right as our rebuild started, where we had Franz Nielsen's contract, Justin Abdelkader's contract, Danny DeKaiser's, Darren Helms, and it's just uh, like it's death by a thousand cuts. It's just these older guys signed on these super long-term deals that you have to deal with for, you know, however long. So it's, it, it, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully it comes sooner. Yeah. Yeah. How the light is we're going to get a ton of drafts from this upcoming <laughs> draft season. And it, and hopefully we, uh, we can start doing, building up the prospects. I mean, I'm excited about Bortolo and, and Eklund, I... Robbins would. has been doing well, too. Yeah. So we've got a couple of good guys down there, and for the most part, I think the Barracuda are doing all right. How is, but I, how is William Eklund doing? I had my eyes on him at the draft uh, like a year or two ago. I think he's, he's doing okay. fine for... Um, he's not I mean, like he's 
ex- like extraordinary in the league yet, you know, like. But he's he's doing okay. He's working on it, yeah. But yeah, but he's getting points, and you know what? They're less than ten games in, so yeah. I think him doing- and Bordalo are top twenty prospects in the in the AHL right now, like yeah. in points. So they're doing they're doing good. And you guys have is Evgeny Svechnikov. I forgot about him. He was one of our guys yes. for a long time. How's yes. he been doing? He's been on the third or the fourth line. Um, last game, he got a goal, just a nice cleanup from, I think it was, I don't remember who passed it to him, but it was like off off to the right of the goal. They were they were coming in and he like passed it towards the net and he like picked up the, um, the garbage essentially. So, I mean, him and Nico Sturm, should I say that right? Sturm. Sturm. We have <laughs> we have a German, we have a Spanish speaking German friend who has been trying no, to teach us how she's to. Sp- she's yeah. Spanish, but Spanish. she's in Germany. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so I, but our broadcast says his name wrong. So like I hear it like a thousand times during the game, and, yeah. like, and then oh, I try to is- come onto the podcast, and I'm like, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> We've got Sturm. Maddie on our show speaks five languages. So I always mm-hmm. have her pronounce like funny things. Like we drafted a guy <laughs> named Owen Mellenbacher, and she goes Mechlenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I think Sturm is probably my favorite signing that uh, Greer got during the off season. Um, mm-hmm. I was following pretty close. I was following the Abs like pretty frequently last season. Uh, I'm sorry I'm if kidding. you hate them, but <laughs> they are really fun to watch. <laughs> I'm a big have, McCarr fan. I have I have beef with them from childhood because of the fight night of the Joe. <laughs> His trauma goes back yeah. way. <laughs> Listen, Red Wings Avs beef is like generational trauma around here. Like, if you if you if you haven't seen the documentary Untold yet, there's like I think it's called Untold, but it's like about the rivalry between the two teams and how it erupted in this massive brawl. To the point where, like, the goalies were throwing their equipment off, chasing oh, okay, each other yeah. down. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Now, now I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Unrivaled. Yeah. That's what it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing documentary. I think I've seen, like, a couple of clips, but not the whole thing. It's good uh, Good hockey history. And that's why I'm we're all required. Him, Nessa. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I was just, so Stern was on the abs last season. That's all I, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> but... Um, it's not, he's not like one of those players that, that like stands out in the way, like, you know, a Makar or a McKinnon does. He's like more of a, he's the quiet, smart a grinder. Guy. Yeah. Like that too. And so I didn't know what to expect. Uh, he came in and he's been, he's been solid, you know, like he was, a leading, he was like second leading goal scorer for a little while, uh, right behind Eric Carlson. And he's, he's like, he's impressed me. I don't know. I don't know about you, Jay, but... <laughs> well, I mean, our bottom two lines have been, like, in the beginning, our, we couldn't get a freaking goal from our, our top two lines. <laughs> yeah. And then the the few that we did get, and it's like, who's that again? Oh, is that one of our new guys? Yeah. What line is he on? He ha- He's playing how many minutes? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So, I mean, they've definitely been sticking out as, like, you know, they're making the most of their time on the ice. And only in the last, like, couple of games have the top line started contributing to... Finally. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, last week was... That was rough. We went into three shootouts. And they were (laughs) (laughs) god-awful. 
<laughs> they were embarrassing. We went against the Panthers, and that was just like a goalie duel. They went up against Bobrovsky. Like, you're expecting a tough matchup. But the other two games were against the Ducks, and both our goalies got schooled by Zegras. <laughs> yeah. Just annihilated on the shoot. It was like, oh, God. Was that the like game that where he way? almost did the lacrosse goal? Or was that no, against LA? No, okay, that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. different, yeah. I don't know. Don't that was sick. That. Yeah. <laughs> no, they basically bit really hard. Mm. Yeah, it just looks so awful. It was just like, yikes. So what are your expectations for the season then? Are you expecting a little more optimism? No. Or is it going to be There's no expectations. <laughs> just kidding. You'll never be disappointed that way. Yeah, exactly. I... I just want to have good games, because last season was pretty awful. Like, so bad. just so it was just a nightmare. Um, so why? I, why? Are you, what's the point of catching these games at this point? You know, <laughs> like I said, They're, to have good games. Oh, you mean last no, no, season? Last season, yeah, yeah. Either no, right. it was pretty awful. It was really hard to watch games, and uh, but I tried anyway. But once it was like looking like it was a blowout, I'd still have it on, but I wouldn't be paying attention. It was, it was that bad. I haven't had, I mean, like, 05 era, and that's when we had, like, Chichu, and that was oh, the same, was like, year <laughs> that he got the the Rocket Richard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it was, you know, so we had a good, nice run. We just couldn't get um, to to the, the final piece of the puzzle. But now we're starting to see that, that diversity, or that adversity that we... Um, that there was most... no diversity <laughs> yeah we're not seeing as much diversity no <laughs> but um yeah now we're starting to go through our like growing pains where we can't really call it a rebuild like we want to because we've got so much money um caught up in like those aging contracts but we are definitely having to try and find ways to grow the roster um, with what we have and well, I don't think we're gonna even if we get to the playoffs I'm expecting us to just get bitch slapped like crazy in the first round <laughs> your division is like so weak like right. it is weak I, yeah it's a it weak is weak division you basically have like <laughs> what like the Oilers Vegas and Calgary in the top three and I think Seattle's up there right now Seattle wow like that's the last what I time mean, I checked, like, they were. That's that's fascinating to me. Ours, it's we're in, weird. We're in hell in my division. We've got <laughs> Tampa, Florida, Boston, Toronto, Buffalo, Ottawa, and then who cares about Montreal? Like, <laughs> but even though our division sucks, we still suck more. That yeah. hurts. That's like a that's <laughs> yeah. really painful. Like painful. Yeah. So top three are the. Stupid Vegas Knights dudes, uh, the Kings, and then the Kraken. The stupid Vegas Knights dudes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like them here. <laughs> I watched those that series, that last series where the Sharks and the um, and Vegas faced off, and it was brutal. Glorious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, it was brutal in two different senses, right? Like the entire game, the Sharks were like asleep. It was a boring game to watch. They were shut out three zero. And I was at that game with my girlfriend, and I remember 
I was I was really tired from work because I I used to start at four in the morning. I was like, fuck, this this game is just so boring. Like, do we want to stay? Like, they're not doing anything. And then my girlfriend was like, I paid a lot of money for these tickets. We are staying. And I was like, fine. And then shortly afterwards, Pavelski go to sound, and then the whole thing like. Opened up and then it was like the best game in Sharks history. So I, was like, I can say I've never seen anything like that in history. There was like, you... uh, like foaming at the mouth excitement. Are you? Are, <laughs> did you ask me if I've seen anything like that? Or I'm generally sorry. speaking, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where you take a major and you get that many goals in a major. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> like I, I was expecting. Oh, cool. We'll get one maybe and then we'll still we're and then it's just like you're just delaying the inevitable of us getting knocked out hey that was the beginning of their down their downfall um the the night no it was even so. sooner than that oh uh, yeah <laughs> it, it was you know what it was it was that the, was like the hopeful moment for some people that were just like please it was the the photoshopped <laughs> image of mark andre Fleury with the sword that was the yeah. moment where vegas started Dude. <laughs> That on top of just generally not liking that that um, franchise as a whole, like that whole mess last season, and then well, the one before that, it's just like Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, that's a shit show out there. So my prediction yeah. is the next star to be moved from Vegas, uh, Alex Petrangelo. I think he's going to be gone next. They they'll find a way to ship him off for nothing because they did. <laughs> For future considerations. Yeah, they did Max Pacioretty <laughs> so dirty with that. <laughs> and they gave up Nick Suzuki to get him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just remembered that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tragic. That's yeah. bleak. <laughs> I would just want them to get knocked out in the first round. I wouldn't want Or just it. nosedive in, like, the last quarter of the regular season. I don't think I have teams that I, like, actively hate besides the Chicago Blackhawks, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> That I have a lot of contempt for them for multiple reasons, mainly because of what they did to Kyle Beach, but also because I had to live with Blackhawks roommates when I was in college, and they were the dumbest oh, people. I'm so sorry, <laughs> like the dumbest people. They were the like, oh, every time Patrick Kane does something bad in his personal life, like he becomes a better player. So I hope he does more bad things. No. Yeah. Yep. Wow. We don't like Kane here. We don't like any of the Canes here. No. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, speedy recovery to Vander, but sure, like, I still sure. like you. <laughs> Maybe speedy recovery where you suddenly like come to terms with who you are and you... you no, know. that won't happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask his teammates in Atlanta, Winnipeg, Buffalo, San Jose, etc. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Somebody sent me, I guess Timo Meyer. That's on your team, right? Yeah, Timo Meyer. Mm-hmm. He was like the guy who's like favoriting all of Evander Kane's wife's like po- ex-wife's posts. Really? <laughs> was he? <laughs> yep. We got the T. <laughs> oh wow! There he is. Because so. I thought him and and Kane got along while he was here. There was like I heard a rumor. I don't know where I heard this from. But I heard a rumor that um, you remember the season where Timo wasn't doing well like at all i think it was two seasons ago um and he just wasn't living up to his expectations and it there was like this this uh 
something going around saying that he was coming late to practices and he was being uh, influenced by Kane because he would do it and nobody would tell him like you need to be on time or whatever there was like no consequences no accountability and Timo was getting influenced by him and this and that supposedly this is what I, I I was hearing I don't know if any of this is true but once Evander it. left then he started playing well again you know suddenly he's amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> five goal game last year yeah oh, yeah that was a fun mm-hmm. game I thought they were gonna trade him to Boston honestly but I'm glad they kept well that I would still happen <laughs> I don't I don't like Boston I don't want him to go there no. I'm neutral towards Boston and now I don't well I mean we all know what happened Yes. last week but um hmm. oh yeah i forgot about it. i was like wait what happened to- oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that you memory. could forget about it <laughs> i uh i don't like the like you know i'm a pistons fan and i hate the celtics because of like the curse there's like the leprechaun curse and apparently the fans are like super racist to like to like That's lebron awesome. and other players so it's like i feel like 90 90- Eight percent of the league is black. They're going to be racist to the whole league, or what? Yeah, right. No, it's just to the players they don't like. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, Still. right. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> great. Of course. Hmm. Anyway, back to the main sport. <laughs> well, <laughs> since we're talking about trades, do we want to talk about predictions um, leading up to the to the trade deadline? What are your thoughts as far as like whether? either team is um, headed in the wrong direction or if you're I think looking looking up like what do you think is going to happen so the Red Wings signed Dominic Kubelik to a two-year 2.5 mil a year deal and I think that if a contending team needs a guy who can realistically pot 20 to 30 goals on a depth roll who you can throw on the power play he's your guy he's not going to be cheap though we will be we will be getting him for all he's worth. If you've ever seen Steve Eiserman make a trade, they're almost always like pure robbery. We got, <laughs> we traded Anthony Mantha, who I think has a career high of like 45 points in a season for Jacob Verana and a first round pick, a second round pick and um, so, uh, like a fill in player. And I'm thinking if he can, if Eiserman can pull off moves like that, I'd be very curious to see what he does there. It's like old school Doug Wilson. Yeah, no, I'm interested to know because, yeah, we used to, I mean, look at the, the Carlson trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we have Mike Greer and we're still kind of getting, you know, used to how he wheels and deals. So I, um, I think it would be a, an interesting thought exercise. I don't know if they necessarily have the same philosophy, but his brother is the manager of the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. and how he mm-hmm. runs the team it, there seems to be like a slightly similar philosophy to it i think he's going to take his time and be very patient with you know he's got to figure out what he's got with this roster but as far as like trade candidates go i mean you got to look at the like the most enticing pieces like timo meyer would be a great you could you could get a haul for him unfortunately kevin yeah. Le- i kevin would Le- actually be okay if we let Timo Meyer go because someone take the bank salary cap. Yeah, take the bank. LeBanc would be a good one too. I don't know how he's been doing this Please year. Please take LeBanc. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd be a really good one. Take him. <laughs> four, I think it's four point five million right now, and he's not. 
he, Juicy. he's up and down like crazy. Yeah, you'll see on Thursday. Oh. Well, no, no, no. He might not see because now he's playing on the top line. So yeah. he gets the benefit of being around Timo and Hurdle. As he only pointed out, he only plays well with the best players. Only. He, have- the year that he was doing well was 20, uh, 2019. So like basically the playoffs 2019, the last time we went, we were there. He was um, on the same line as Thornton. So he was doing really well. And I think that was his contract year or something. Or the following year was. I don't was know. That this, was that around the same time where we had a pretty decent power play? And he was like on the top power play line? I don't remember. I don't. He had a moment where he was like the catalyst of yeah. our top power well, play. The game seven, he I'm pretty sure he was like involved in almost good. all of the goals. <laughs> Do y'all have like a player that has a lot of the fan base divided? Like people are either like, oh, like I'll, I'll Eric, Carlson? <laughs> Eric Carlson. <laughs> we have so we have this guy. His name is Philip Zadina, and he was a first round pick in 2018. I hear, I heard you guys talking about him, oh, trying Maddie. to give him compliments, and then immediately start trashing him again. Oh, he's like the thing with him is that there are two schools of thought, and I think they're both wrong. One of them believes that oh, he just needs the right line mates, he just needs the right minutes, he needs you know endless excuses for him, and the other one's like no, he's a bust, get rid of him, he's useless. I fall somewhere. Yeah, that's the bank for us. Yeah. <laughs> I fall somewhere among the middle. Where he sucked this year, he's been absolute like hot dog water. But <laughs> like, <Gross. laughs> but like you know, something's something's got to change, and I'm wondering if a change of scenery would help him. And a team that would benefit from that sort of thing is the San Jose Sharks. Sure, one for one, take LeBanc. <laughs> you guys got fun of that. <laughs> Like, I don't think anyone's taking LeVang unless we, like, retain something. Uh, oh, he yeah, just I doesn't... I think we're stuck with him. Do anything. <laughs> you know who's been surprisingly, uh... I don't know what the word is. I guess just surprisingly good again? Is Vlasic. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't say he's living up to his contract anymore, but he's definitely playing better than last season. <laughs> he was good for um, a real long time. Like, yeah, and that's when we signed him for that long ass contract, and mm-hmm. we've been paying for it ever since. Um, I will say Vlasic is doing better, but my stance on that is, yeah, he's a mid defenseman. That's how he should be playing. So we're at baseline. Yeah, better than what he was doing he, last year. So it's still not worth keeping him. <laughs> I didn't say keep him. I said I'm just saying, generally <laughs> speaking, like it's not it's not a like a oh cool. It's just like yeah. <laughs> okay. He, he has met expectations as intended. Yeah. <laughs> is where it's at. This is as is. We're selling as is. <laughs> for sale. <laughs> no one's defenseman. taking it for sure. Oh, no, that contract's. His one team on his like no trade clause is Montreal, most do, likely. Do you think <laughs> that you could flip Eric Carlson in a trade? And would you be happy with the return that you'd get? Uh, That's depends. tough because he's because he we would, would definitely have lot. to retain. He's got four years, the current one, and then the next three at a no movement clause. So we'd have to retain at least like fifty percent. For anyone to like want that contract, mm-hmm. yeah. And if so, we at thought, that point, 
So uh, one of our reporters was mentioning this, and I forget which player that he used as an example to trade for. And he was like, yeah, you could trade Carlson and retain maybe 30%, but then you're you're paying $11.5 million for that this player. That was Corey. Instead, yeah, I know, but I don't know if he knows Corey. But then I don't... I don't. Oh, okay. He was like, so you'll be paying $11.5 million for this player instead of Eric Carlson, you know? So it's like, pick your poison. Yeah. It's just for the sake of like, yeah, we got rid of him and we got some other things. At what so, cost? Yeah, I don't prospects. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at that point, just keep him because he could be a good leader. Yeah. He could be the guy that he's a good leader. Yeah, like like how, what like what the Kings are doing with Drew Doughty, where they're like, look, we're stuck with this contract. He's not going anywhere. Let him play to his strengths, and he can be a leader. Sorry, <laughs> I just have feelings about Doughty, <laughs> so I was just like consumed <laughs> in it when you said yours. Soon you said his name. I I took a trip down um, a couple years back to go to like a concert and. Uh, my drive over to the venue, there was a big giant billboard with Dowdy's face on it. And I was just like, <laughs> it was like, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore type of thing. It was just like, oh. <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying with Dowdy. Um, and I feel like at this point, he doesn't really care about getting another cup, right? I mean, nah. they've got their two, and he's just there to kind of like move he, the franchise he's hanging along. Out. His, the rest of his legacy um but no he is a i think he is a good um he's good in the locker room locker room for the kings interesting <laughs> no, I, I just mean in the tense in the terms of like experience yeah yeah yeah. um yeah yeah, yeah. personality mm-hmm. just kind of i i watched those matthew kachuk like brawls with him and the beef <laughs> so funny to me so funny i'm excited for when the panthers play the kings just so i could see if something breaks out again <laughs> because seeing Dowdy, like he goes on those like diaper filling meltdowns over him, he like he's like tantrums. smashing his stick, like you know <laughs> throwing a fit. Oh wait, you're not talking about Jordan Bennington? No, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Jordan Bennington to get the COVID shot, and he threw a fit and started smashing his stick everywhere. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, speak of that guy. Speaking of shots, <laughs> we have one guy on our roster who is not vaccinated and. A lot of people. We know who that one yeah, is. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. he. He'll be back by the time um, we face off against you. Great oh, player, boy. but I'd be curious like to see how he's <laughs> if he's going to hang out long term on on our roster. Like, really? Yeah, he's he's a dog. I mean, he's he's real good. He's got that like playoff mentality when he plays games. Like he's good at like wearing down the other side, kind of getting under yeah. their skin. But I he think that, yeah, I think that that the the fact that he won't put some get something else under his skin is putting a bit of a damper on like how the organization perceives him because he willingly I, I sat out. There. Yeah, <laughs> he willingly sat out like a ton of games in Canada so that he could prove yeah. a point. And I mean, at that point, are they still doing that? No, no, not border? this year. Okay. Last year though, he did it, and I'm like, okay, message received. You know, like. If that's what you want to be like, then I don't. I yeah. don't know how you're gonna hang out. Yeah, I was long-term. really curious about that because I'm like, um, with the with the whole mentality with hockey, it's like you're a you're a team, everything like that. Like, I mean, we're all for like individuals and like personality, but that's just kind of like, no, you're just being selfish. There's a lot. I'm starting to realize there's a lot of like dumb players. Um. <laughs> you're just <laughs> realizing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, 
it, it feels like social media recently has really shown a light on how dumb a lot of these players are. And it's just putting things into perspective. Yeah, it's because they're all brought up just to play a sport, right? Mm-hmm. They go to, like, the smarter ones probably are the ones that went to the NCAA. A lot of them, you know, grew up in, like, wealthier environments. So they're, you know, they mm. have that perception. And then when they're being told they're better than everyone else because of how good they play a sport, I think it kind of taints how they, like, look at themselves and others. This is part of the frustration that we're constantly bringing up on this podcast is, like, you know, they do come from a lot, like, a lot of them come from, like, richer uh, families, and they have this privilege that they're living their lives in, and they're told that they're the best at what they're doing, and blah, blah, blah. We support. Because they're so good at the sport, there's no accountability for anything they do outside of that. So we at 313 Hockey support an organization known as Detroit Ice Dreams. They are a nonprofit dedicated towards providing equipment for people with in like disadvantaged communities because if you're gonna say hockey's for everyone like it's got to be for everyone you know yeah. you can you can say that but like that organization to me shows it um so we really advocate for that we are big fans of of creating that accessibility in the community because you who knows like somebody better than wayne gretzky might be out there right now and all they need is just the right amount of money helping them to really pop off so yep. Anyway, that's my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we feel that. <laughs> we actually have a friend. We made a friend oh. through this podcast. <laughs> who he's he started his own like roller hockey thing down in like South Texas, and like he's providing equipment for kids to be able to get into the sport, which is really nice. That's super. He's sweet. such such a good dude. Do we want to talk about any? dream player or wish list that you would have for um, either team. There's this dude named Connor Bedard, and I think you'd be really Stop. good. <laughs> <laughs> we got the dibs. Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Can Plus, you explain to me where the logo, the history of the logo came from? Sure. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to probably make up a lot of it along the way. but Perfect. Um, Detroit is the Motor City, you know. Uh, the mm-hmm. car was invented in Michigan. And Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors all have their headquarters out there. So, if I'm correct, the wheel is... That's where the wheel comes from. And I think the wings come from the, like, original owner. So, I have to ask, because I saw you were, like, tweeting about this. Um, What the hell is Meow Meow and Baby Girl? <laughs> this will never stop haunting me. This will never <laughs> So, I was I encountered the baby gay community of hockey Twitter. Hmm. Um, according to a lot of fandom circles, actually, I can read you the baby girl checklist. We're gonna we're gonna read sure. that off. Okay, that, that's isn't that I one of your tweets? It was. So I had a friend who is very active on Tumblr send me this. This is of apparently a Tumblr. fandom thing. Um, the a baby girl has to be a man in the age of or older than thirty. He has to have major emotional traumas, uh, has to seem tired all of the time, uh, would murder a person if given the chance, and would hate being called baby girl. I believe there's at least one Logan Couture on your roster that can fit all of those things. <laughs> so that's baby girl. Oh, and, God. And a meow meow is somehow worse. It is a pathetic person who might be a little endearing you know they've tried their best 
but they continue to fail. And you're like, oh, my poor meow meow. Like, Is that LeBanc? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Well, you have a baby girl and you have a meow meow. I'm sorry I had to do this to you. <laughs> oh, man. That could be another uh, episode. Who Each team's baby girl and meow meow. I'll send you the... There's another one. Um, there's a like very specific... I'll have to find it. It's it's basically like every hockey team has like some guy, a meow meow, like the baby girl, like I don't remember, a bunch of other stuff. But it's 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 a fun thought exercise you can play. <laughs> so like this is like a Gen Z thing? I think it's a Gen it's... Z thing. Okay. Gen Z I don't feel so bad now that I didn't understand what you were talking about. Gen Z is kinda... the most interesting ways to entertain themselves. Uh, what I, really... I think I really go like ahead. when Gen Z like find something and they're like, "Oh my god, this is like this new phenomenon, like hanging out with real uh, IRL mutuals." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's called, <laughs> that's called having friends." Yeah, I've seen that. Gen oh. Z discovers friends. <laughs> Poor Gen Z, they've been Aww. through so much in their young lives. <laughs> They'll figure it out one of these days. Hopefully, like like platforms like Snapchat. Like I don't understand it. I'm fine that if other people do, but it, it, at the introduction of Snapchat, that's what I started realizing. I'm too old to give a <laughs> shit about this new shit. That was me with TikTok um, when that oh, started to happen. Yeah. yeah, I can't get yeah. into TikTok. I My know part- for me, it's like if I get one, I will spend hours and hours in bed just yeah. watching videos, and I'm gonna waste my time like. My, I can do a few on Instagram, and that's it. I have to put my phone away. My partner really loves TikTok, and when they show me videos, I always make the joke of, like, I don't care if you like TikTok, just don't shove it down my throat. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. My siblings wanna... are always sending me TikTok links. <laughs> like, do we want to talk about, like, what the hell is going on with the goalies in this league right now? How they're all, how they're all getting injured? Like, the Devils are having, like, a resurgence of last season, only it's coming sooner, where they're, like, down to their third or fourth string. You've got uh, the, the Blackhawks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Leafs. <laughs> and then I uh, pending opinions about what, what the Oilers are doing with their, with their goaltending. Yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, honestly, like, we, we aren't having... The only issues we're having with goaltending is that our starter last year has essentially become the backup this year. And I think mm. he's just in his own head, Alex Nedeljkovic. Great mm. goalie, great guy. But when he lets one in, he just falls apart. You know, it's it's all about... it. Goalie Goaltending is like 90% a mental thing. It's like pitching mm-hmm. in baseball, you know, like... And so he's just constantly, like, getting in his own head and getting down on himself. And Ville Husso's been spectacular is there a hockey term for the yips i don't know i think it's the yips (laughs) (laughs) your goalie has the yips (laughs) yeah he's just he's he's a head case just real cerebral he'll figure it out though he will hopefully the sharks have been pretty lucky about not having to deal with any major goalie injuries in the last since i've started following knock on wood yeah, literally after this, Kakinen's going to go down. Or whoever Stop it. Is. Well, that wouldn't be the least of our worries. Yeah. yeah. Kakinen's been okay. 
I, had him, <laughs> I, I liked uh, I liked him in Minnesota. He was he was decent. So like he's a, he's a good goalie. It's just like right now he's he's very mid. Mm. Whereas Reimer I think he's is in more reliable. Head. Yeah, probably. Reimer's been but more Reimer's reliable. on the trade block though. Yeah. I like Optimus Rhyme. Big fan. He I I really feel for him when he was in Toronto. He got like death threats against him and his wife and his like newborn because of how he played in one of the like playoff games. Yeah. But I, I could believe it, but that's yeah. just awful. Yeah. Fans. And they're not the first, he's not the first one to get death threats from them either. There's like a mm-hmm. legendary photo of Ted Lindsay, who is a like Red Wings legend from like the fifties and sixties. Um, he got a bunch of death threats left at his hotel in Toronto when he went to play. And when they kicked the shit out of the Leafs, he took his, um, stick and held it like a gun and started pointing it toward the crowd because he's just making fun of them for like threatening him legendary man <laughs> sports fans are an interesting breed <sighs> they're something they are <laughs> they are something opinion so the year when they were both up for grabs the sharks wanted Travers, Mm-hmm. but he has leaves pajamas blankets <laughs> Yeah, and pajamas. So that's what stole him away from from pajama boy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and then why? I mean, my my stance on it is like, yes, of course you go get Eric Carlson, even though we have Burns, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, you put them next to each other. That's a great pairing. Yeah, in theory. Well, no, in theory. Uh, Yeah, but um, do you think we would be in a better spot had that not happened? Had it been swapped? If you had gotten Tavares instead, because yeah. we need scoring. scoring, I don't, I don't think so. He I, was asking for more money, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was asking for thirteen mil plus. Like, yeah, he took so a we cut. would have been in a worse position, probably. <laughs> I, and also, like Dallas was trying to get Tavares too, so they could have driven the money up even more. Like, I don't know. I, I Tavares is fine, but at most, he's an eighty-point guy. Like, he's not gonna. He's not going to put together like a crazy season for you. He's not going to put together something that like like Carlson right now. I and I hate to jump the gun early on this, but the way he's playing is like a Norris finalist. Like he's a proven track record of being like a legit player. And so if it wasn't for that knee injury, I think you guys would have been in a much better spot. Was it a knee? I think it was his ankle. It was a, yeah, his ankle or knee. It's something with his leg. And that like ankle and then groin and then what was the other one last season? Or was that his groin wrist? and then there was another thing? He got a wrist. Oh surgery. yeah. Or like a forearm surgery. Or like I think it was his finger. Or a thumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's broken everywhere. Yeah. He's like he's like Frankenstein's monster at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but he's playing great, so I saw a discussion, sorry, still on Carlson. I saw a discussion about, like, do we think that David Quinn's system is kind of a reason for his resurgence in the way that he's playing? Because Fox won a Norris while he was under Quinn's Very true. But, or is it the fact that Burns isn't there, so he has more minutes he can play, or has more freedom out in the eyes? I feel like it's a, a bit of everything, right? Like, Quinn coaching and whatever system that he's using. Burns is gone, so he has more time to be on the ice on top of him being healthy. Because he looks like he's having a lot of fun on the ice. Well, I think the shakeup is good. I think it kind of like resets the room in a different way. 
And I think from what I've seen so far with David Quinn and, and they're doing much better bringing it into the zone um, and using the dump and chase as like a secondary option when like the defense is really heavy. So I feel like it's not just one thing. It's like a combination of stuff. But if anything, the moving of Burns kind of like, I just felt like there was, our defense was too... You know, we need to, like, use them both in in some kind of, like, equal manner. And we couldn't figure out how to do that. Or, like, who gets power play one? <laughs> like, yeah. well, now we don't have that, like, trying to figure out how to make them work together. Now it's just Eric Carlson. Of course it's going to be Eric Carlson. Do we want to do a score prediction <laughs> for Thursday? It's either going to be really high scoring or low scoring. I'm going to say 3-2... Overtime win. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a shootout or if it's going to be an overtime. But if it's a shootout, I think the Wings win. If it's overtime, I think it the could sharks. go either way. I think the Sharks could do They've been doing decently if they can get their shit together during overtime. <laughs> like if Eric Carlson's out there with a hurdle and a couture. I say 4-3 OT, Sharks. Damn, that'll be a close one. We just did. I'm a gonna four, say three. five four. <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I feel like it's always five four this year. Like that's been like a very common score for the Sharks. Either they win it or they lose it. So I can't say. I'm very bad at this prediction thing. <laughs> it will be. It will be one of the games we've ever watched. Either way. Yes. <laughs> I'll be sure to catch it. Oh, I'm going to be in the middle of packing everything last minute. Oh, have so much fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Do we got any final thoughts before we close it out? Uh, let's go wings. Go sharks. <laughs> uh, it's, two to, it's two to one here. You can't, you can't do that. Uh... Get off our channel. <laughs> he doesn't even go here. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for having you. me on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's it a lot of fun. This has been a blast. We'll have to do it again with all the other folks and just Most hang definitely. Out. I'll pull them yeah. on this next time. Because <laughs> I can get Tom. What Tom knows a strange time? amount of Sharks history. Like, he was hyped to get for you guys to get Greer. And Maddie hates the Sharks. So it'll be nice to have that dichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a nice dynamic. <laughs> We like to have fun. Oh, chirping. <laughs> How are well, your chirps, Jay? Yeah. Polish them. All right. Yeah, prepare yourselves. <laughs> All right. Well, take care, everybody. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Later, everyone. I want to talk about any dream player or wish list that you would have for um, either team. There's this dude named Connor Bedard, and I think you'd be really Stop. good. <laughs> <laughs> we got the dibs. Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to me where the logo, the history of the logo came from? Sure. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to probably make up a lot of it along the way. But Perfect. Um, Detroit is the Motor City, you know. Uh, the mm-hmm. car was invented in Michigan. And Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors all have their headquarters out there. So if I'm correct, the wheel is, that's where the wheel comes from. And I think the wings come from the, like, original owner 
So I have to ask, because I saw you were like tweeting about this. Um, what the hell is Meow Meow and Baby Girl? <laughs> this will never stop haunting me. This will never <sighs> so I was I encountered the baby gay community of hockey Twitter. Hmm. Um According to a lot of fandom circles, actually, I can read you the baby girl checklist. We're gonna we're gonna read sure. that off. Okay, that, that's isn't that I one of your tweets? It was. So I had a friend who is very active on Tumblr send me this. This is of apparently course, a Tumblr. fandom thing. Um, the a baby girl has to be a man in the age of or older than thirty. He has to have major emotional traumas. Uh, has to seem tired all of the time. Uh. Would murder a person if given the chance, and would hate being called baby girl. I believe there's at least one Logan Couture on your roster that can fit <laughs> all of those things. So that's baby girl. Oh and, god. And a meow meow is somehow worse. It is a pathetic person who might be a little endearing. You know, they've tried their best, but they continue to fail. And you're like, oh, my poor meow meow. Like, Is that LeBanc? That's <laughs> what I was thinking too. Well, you have a baby girl and you have a meow meow. I'm sorry I had to do this to you. <laughs> oh, man. That could be another uh, episode. Who Each team's baby girl and meow meow. <laughs> I'll send you the... There's another one. Um, there's a like very specific... I'll have to find it. It's... It's basically like every hockey team has like some guy, a meow meow, like the baby girl, like I don't remember, a bunch of other stuff. But it's 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 a fun thought exercise you can play. <laughs> so <laughs> like this is like a Gen Z thing? I think it's a Gen it's... Z thing. Okay. Gen Z I don't feel so bad now that I didn't understand what you were talking about. Gen Z is kinda... the most interesting ways to entertain themselves. <laughs> uh, what I, really... I think I really go like ahead. when Gen Z like find something and they're like, oh my god, this is like this new phenomenon, like hanging out with real uh, IRL mutuals. And I'm like, yeah, that's called, <laughs> called having friends. Yeah, I've seen that. Gen oh. Z discovers friends. <laughs> Poor Gen Z. They've been Aww. through so much in their young lives. <laughs> They'll figure it out one of these days. Hopefully. Like, like platforms like Snapchat. Like, I don't understand it. I'm fine that if other people do, but it, it, at the introduction of Snapchat, that's what I started realizing. I'm too old to give a <laughs> shit about this new shit. That was me with TikTok um, when that oh, started to happen. Yeah, I can't get yeah. into TikTok. I My know part- for me, it's like if I get one, I will spend hours and hours in bed just yeah. watching videos, and I'm gonna waste my time like. My, I can do a few on Instagram, and that's it. I have to put my phone away. My partner really loves TikTok, and when they show me videos, I always make the joke of, like, I don't care if you like TikTok, just don't shove it down my throat. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. My siblings wanna... are always sending me TikTok links. <laughs> like, do we want to talk about, like, what the hell is going on with the goalies in this league right now? How they're all, how they're all getting injured? Like, the Devils are having, like, a resurgence of last season, only it's coming sooner, where they're, like, down to their third or fourth string. You've got uh, the, the Blackhawks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Leafs. <laughs> and then 
I uh, pending opinions about what Vegas? what the Oilers are doing with their with their goaltending. Yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, honestly, like we we aren't having the only issues we're having with goaltending is that our starter last year has essentially become the backup this year, and I think mm. he's just in his own head. Alex Nedeljkovic, great mm-hmm. goalie, great guy, but when he lets one in, he just falls apart. You know, it's it's all about it. Goalie goaltending is like ninety percent a mental thing it's like pitching Mm -hmm. in baseball you know like and so he's just constantly like getting in his own head and getting down on himself and ville huso has been spectacular is there a hockey term for the yips i don't know i think it's the yips (laughs) (laughs) your goalie has the yips (laughs) yeah he's just he's he's a head case just real cerebral he'll figure it out though he will hopefully i Please. The Sharks have been pretty lucky about not having to deal with any major goalie injuries in the last since I've started knock on following. Wood. Knock on wood. Yeah, literally after this, Kakinen's going to go down. Or whoever Stop it. Is. Well, that wouldn't be the least of our worries. Yeah. yeah. Kakinen's been okay. I, had him... <laughs> I, I liked uh, I liked him in Minnesota. He was he was decent. So like he's a, he's a good goalie. It's just like right now he's he's very mid. Whereas Reimer I think he's is in more reliable. Head. Yeah, probably. Reimer's been but more Reimer's reliable. But Reimer's on the trade block, though. Yeah. I like Optimus Rhyme. Big fan. He, I, yeah. I really feel for him. When he was in Toronto, he got, like, death threats against him and his wife and his, like, newborn because of how he played in one of the, like, playoff games. Yeah. But I, I could believe it, but that's yeah. just awful. Yeah, and they're not the first. He's not the first one to get death threats from them either. There's like a Mm -hmm. legendary photo of Ted Lindsay, who is a like Red Wings legend from like the 50s and 60s. Um, He got a bunch of death threats left at his hotel in Toronto when he went to play. And when they kicked the shit out of the Leafs, he took his um, stick and held it like a gun and started pointing it toward the crowd because he's just making fun of them for like threatening him. Legendary man. (laughs) Sports fans are an interesting breed. (sighs) There's something. They are, they are something. Opinion. So the year when they were both up for grabs, the Sharks wanted Traveras, mm-hmm. but he has Leafs pajamas, blankets, <laughs> yeah, and pajamas. Yeah. So that's what stole him away from, from pajama us. boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then why? I mean, my my stance on it is like, yes, of course you go get Eric Carlson, even though we have Burns, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, you put them next to each other. That's a great pairing. Yeah. In theory. But it well, no. In theory. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, but um, do you think we would be in a better spot had that not happened? Had it been swapped? If you had gotten Tavares instead. Because yeah. we need scoring. scoring. I don't. I don't think so. He was I, asking for more money, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was asking for 13 mil plus. Like, yeah, he took so a we cut. would have been in a worse position, probably. <laughs> I, and also, like, Dallas was trying to get Tavares, too, so they could have driven the money up even more. Like, I don't know. I, I Tavares is fine, but at most, he's an 80-point guy. Like, he's not gonna... He's not gonna put together, like, a crazy season for you. He's not gonna put together something that... Like, like Carlson right now... I, and I hate to jump the gun early on this, but the way he's playing is like a Norris finalist. Like, he's a proven track record of being, like, a legit player. And so if it wasn't for that knee injury, I think you guys would have been in a much better spot. 
Was it a knee? I think it was his ankle. It's a, yeah, it's ankle or knee. It's something with his leg. And that like ankle and then groin and then what was the other one last season? Or was that his groin wrist? and then there was another thing? He got a wrist. Oh surgery. yeah. Or like a forearm surgery. Or like I think it was his finger. Or a thumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's broken everywhere. Yeah. He's like he's like Frankenstein's monster at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but he's playing great, so I saw a discussion, sorry, still on Carlson. I saw a discussion about, like, do we think that David Quinn's system is kind of a reason for his resurgence in the way that he's playing? Because Fox won a Norris while he was under Quinn's Very true. But, or is it the fact that Burns isn't there, so he has more minutes he can play, or has more freedom out in the eyes? I feel like it's a, a bit of everything, right? Like, Quinn coaching and whatever system that he's using. Burns is gone, so he has more time to be on the ice on top of him being healthy. Because he looks like he's having a lot of fun on the ice. Well, I think the shakeup is good. I think it kind of like resets the room in a different way. And I think from what I've seen so far with David Quinn and they're doing much better bringing it into the zone. Um, and using the dump and chase as like a secondary option when like the defense is really heavy. So I feel like it's not just one thing. It's like a combination of stuff. But if anything, the moving of Burns kind of like, I just felt like there was, our defense was too, you know, we need to like use them both in in some kind of like equal manner and we couldn't figure out how to do that or like who gets power play one (laughs) like well now we don't have that like trying to figure out how to make them work together now it's just eric carlson of course it's going to be eric carlson do we want to do a score prediction (laughs) for thursday it's either going to be really high scoring or low scoring i'm going to say three two (laughs) overtime win Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a shootout or if it's going to be an overtime. But if it's a shootout, I think the Wings win. If it's overtime, I think it the could sharks. go either way. I think the Sharks could do, They've been doing decently if they can get their shit together during overtime. <laughs> like if Eric Carlson's out there with a hurdle and a couture. I say 4-3 OT, Sharks. Damn, that'll be a close one. We just did. I'm a gonna four, say three. five four. <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I feel like it's always five four this year. Like that's been like a very common score for the Sharks. Either they win it or they lose it. So I can't say. I'm very bad at this prediction thing. <laughs> it will be. It will be one of the games we've ever watched. Either way. Yes. <laughs> I'll be sure to catch it. Oh, I'm going to be in the middle of packing everything last minute. Oh, have so much fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Do we got any final thoughts before we close it out? Uh, let's go wings. Go sharks. <laughs> uh, it's, two to, it's two to one here. You can't, you can't do that. Uh... Get off our channel. <laughs> he doesn't even go here. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. This has been a blast. We'll have to do it again with all the other folks and just Most definitely. I'll pull them on this next time. (laughs) 
because I can get Tom. What Tom knows a strange time? amount of Sharks history. Like he was hyped to get for you guys to get Greer. And Maddie hates the Sharks. So it'll be nice to have that dichotomy. <laughs> it'll be a nice dynamic. <laughs> we like to have fun. Oh, chirping. How are well, your chirps, Jay? Yeah. Polish them. All right. Yeah, prepare yourselves. <laughs> All right. We'll take care, everybody. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Later, everyone.